Welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast, where you'll learn all the best tips, tricks, and practical techniques for building the confidence levels you've always wanted. With inspiring interviews, real-life examples, and game-changing insights, this podcast is for women who know that mastering the skill of confidence is one of the most important things they'll ever do. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Secrets of Confident Women. My name is Jodie Bruce-Clark, and together with my business partner, Anastasia Adams, we run Rise Women, which is a business dedicated to helping women learn practical confidence-building techniques so that they can increase their confidence and do the amazing things they want to do in their lives. Now, today we are talking about a topic that so many women are fearful of, and that is networking. And I am so thrilled to be interviewing best-selling author, global authority on networking, collaboration and leadership, Janine Garner. Now, Janine is a global thought leader on connection. She is obsessed about the power of connection and how this helps to build brilliant relationships, unlock incredible collaborations and unleash leadership potential. She is the best-selling author of three books whose titles are It's Who You Know and From Me to We and her latest book, Be Brilliant. Today, she's going to give us her insights on how to have the confidence to network like a pro. Janine, welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yes, and as we'll say, I was talking about just before we jumped on the episode, I think this is a topic that, you know, I'm sure you come across so much and we come across so much as such a a real stop for women um, with their confidence in going to networking events, thinking about going to networking events, being at networking events. It seems that the confidence issue is sort of always there. So I'm going to be thrilled to hear your your take and some of your insights today to help our listeners absolutely always happy i think you've hit the nail on the head and the confidence around this is holding people back yes uh the power of connection i like to call it Mm -hmm. um actually is the game changer um i've spoken to thousands and thousands and thousands of successful people in in sport, in business, in philanthropy, whatever it may be. And it really is the people you surround yourself with that will drive your success. And we've just got it all wrong, to be honest. So I'm happy to (laughs) share my thinking. Fabulous. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your business? Yeah. So um, obviously, Janine Garner, um, I am a – personally, I have three teenage children – uh, a husband, two cats, a dog, a lizard. <laughs> uh, life is a little bit crazy at the moment. My yes. eldest is uh, just gone into year 12. So oh, we wow. have entered that stage. Yes. Um, some of your listeners may pick up on the fact that this accent isn't a full-on Aussie accent. I'm actually <laughs> from the UK originally. Uh, I arrived in Australia at the age of 29. Um, right. Having, uh, well, I grew up in the north of England. Um, I was the first of my gen- my family to go to university. We didn't actually have the cash, so I had to apply to the government to actually pay for my further education. Yeah. And um, at the age of eighteen, I left home. So, age of eighteen, I left home. I went to uni for four years. I then moved to London and started working in um, in right in the middle of the fashion industry in London. I started in marketing. And over the next 20 years, I pretty much built a corporate marketing uh, career. I arrived in Australia, as I said, at the age of 29 with nothing. I decided to pack in everything that I built in London, pack that backpack again and yeah. arrived literally 20 years ago on the 1st of December in oh, Melbourne. Oh, wow. There you um, go. With a, a backpack, yep. a head full of dreams, a resume and uh, this desire to build, rebuild myself. And I guess that's really where... I first started understanding about the power of connection because yeah. I arrived here with um, trying to find a job where I had no uh, social proof, trying to build a network where I knew no one, and yet this dream and having no idea how it would come to fruition. 
And it was really then that I started understanding how powerful it is to surround yourself with people who understand what it is that you're trying to do, yes. to have a bravery to ask for help and to follow through on those in, in, introductions. And over the course of sort of the next 10 years, I rebuilt my corporate career. So I ended up, my last proper job was Group Marketing Director at Oriton Group. I was looking after the Oriton brand and the Ralph Lauren brand. And then I decided to pack that in and set off on an entrepreneurial venture of building my own business, yeah, which at right. the time focused in uh, into women, into networking, into building this community of women that could support each other mm. to achieve their business and life dreams. And that network uh, had a footprint across Australia. We were testing in Singapore and in London, but I decided to sell it in uh, in March 2019. Because what was happening at the time is I was starting to uh, become more in demand in terms of speaking, yeah. uh, helping organizations build high-performing teams, helping businesses scale up. And I realized, for me, it was like time to just do something else, yeah. to reignite another passion. The books were doing well. And, yes. and essentially, that's what I did. I sold the business, and now I spend my life speaking, writing, coaching, training, um, because the passion that I have is really about unleashing people's inner brilliance and the power of connection and how that links to that, that it can change how you lead, how you live, that when we connect with our own brilliance and we connect with the right people and the right network, when we connect with our team, that's how we unleash our next frontier of brilliance. Yeah. So that's, that's the work that I do now. Awesome. And I can tell like over those those such big moves, such big risks on yourself that confidence must have really been a strong foundation that you you have built over these years to be able to to do that and and really back yourself and pivot and and follow you, follow the dream. Yeah, and I think the key word there is build. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm often asked, you know, where people that see me speaking or get the chance to work with me, you know, they go, Janine, where do you get all your confidence from? Yes. And I go, oh, my God, I never thought of myself as confident. Yeah. And um, definitely I was a shy kid at school. I was the one that kept quiet uh, in the back of the lecture theatre at uni. Um, you know, at work I'd be waiting to get noticed to be yes. promoted. Yes. And I reckon probably a lot of faking it till I make it, which is yep. really hard work in terms of faking confidence. Yeah. And what I've realized now is that for me to do my best work, I've got to get out of my own way. Yes. And that's essentially what a lack of confidence is. It's yep. self-doubt, it's yep. inner voices, yep. it's attention in. And the only way people are ever going to see your capability who are going to be attracted to your energy, who are going to be wanting to work with you or be around you, is you've got to be brave enough to let them see all of you. Yes. And I actually see confidence now for me as a trigger in that it it helps me identify and know that I'm on the right path. So every single time I feel nervous, yeah. every single time I lack confidence, um, for me, instead of it stopping me, it gives me the fuel because it's saying to me that I've turned it into this message that is saying, Janine, you're about to go on a growth path. Yes. Janine, you're about to learn absolutely. something new. Janine, this is going to be scary, but yeah. go for it. So as opposed <laughs> to holding my back, I go, okay, this means I'm on the right track. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's exactly, I mean, that's how, you know, the, our business sort of got started was I was speaking and very similar to you, people were coming up to me going, oh my goodness, you're so lucky to have confidence. And I think, no, 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 I built this. Like this is, this is, you know, the skill. This is what, you know, you focus on to learn. So that's where we're yeah. trying to sort of teach women as you said, like that it is the skill you build this and that confidence yeah. as we're always talking about lives on the you know, sorry, the fear and the nervousness and the self-doubt lives on the outside of your comfort zone. So it's great yeah. to feel those sort of things. It's just, you know, because you're, you're, you're growing, as you say, and pushing and learning new things. And it's just what you do with that, you know, with those feelings and when that self-doubt yeah. comes up that makes the difference. So, so what does confidence or being a confident woman really mean to you? I think for me it allows it's about being seen yeah. um, as the real you. Yes. Um, it, it's bringing the more that you can own your imperfections instead mm. of beating yourself up about them. 
Yeah. The more that you can rise above your limitations instead of making excuses for what you don't have, the more that you can step into the world every single day knowing that you aren't perfect, that mm. you will make mistakes, that this is all one big huge experiment yes. and one <laughs> whole journey in learning and growing. Yeah. And the more that you can be attention out, constantly thinking about other people versus yourself, mm. um, to me, that's confidence. And it is about letting us see you. It's like the avatar, that wonderful I see you. Yeah. Confidence allows us to see you for who you really are. Yeah. Because there's a difference, right? There's, there's people that are faking confidence so much that you know they're not real. Yeah. You, can you sense the bullshit. Yeah. Um, and you, you, can, you can tell. It's, yes. it's, like, it's like the car yard salesman, right? They're yeah. oozing in confidence, but there's an ickiness about yeah. it. Yeah. But there is something wonderfully welcoming, consuming, engaging about somebody that is real. Yeah. And I think that's what confidence is. It's just realness. Yeah. It's just absolute 100% realness. Yeah, so comfortable with themselves and they don't have to yeah. be trying to cover up. Or Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And when, when are you the most confident version of yourself? When am I the most confident version of myself? I think it's when um, – when I'm in flow, yeah. Um, you know, when I look at my corporate career, um, or I look at my uh, journey to here, there were so many times. In fact, every single time I look back, I was constantly striving or proving, mm. striving for more, proving I was good enough, striving mm. for more, proving I was good enough. And those two things would fuel the self-doubt, the lack of confidence, the feeling of being an imposter, yes. the feeling of not being good enough. And it, and it was almost this, this negative fuel. It's like putting leaded petrol into a unleaded car. <laughs> yes. Like it works for a while and yeah. then it flushes to a halt. Yeah. And and when I got past, I got uh, literally there was a tipping point for me and it was years of coaching. It was, mm. you know, lots of work that I now um, spend my life trying to help other people unlock. And it's unlocking that brilliance, unlocking mm. that belief such that you're in flow. Yeah. Such that your intentions are so true. Um, that you're in flow. So I feel really confident when I'm in flow, when I'm not over-rehearsed, when I'm not overly prepared, when I'm not yeah. negatively speaking to myself, but when yeah. I know I'm in service to other people um, and you come out, it's almost like you forget what you're saying. I'm sure yeah. you've experienced that when yes. you're speaking. Like, I actually have no idea what I spoke about for 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, that it's that feeling of being in flow, which we all strive and I hope to get to. But it takes practice. It um, does. Because there's, there's constant stuff getting in your way. It's, yeah. it's this, this ever, this long life journey of learning, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, as, and we, you know, talking about the confidence, you're always, it is a lifelong journey. It is a lifelong, um, you know, skill to have because as you grow and learn and push the boundaries and, you know, like what you've done, move countries, change jobs, sell businesses, like there's always something new to be happening so you need these yep. skills to be able to take on the new version you know we say it's you know there's skills for life this having this foundation yep. but as long as you've got the techniques to you know get that as you say unlock that belief in yourself and really you know be able to do that you can take on yep. whatever else has comes your way you know that's that's the confident basis you need so awesome yeah you've, you've got you've got to mess up you've got to make mistakes yes. you've got to hit lows um and because it's only when you go back that's that's where the learning is yeah it's it's you know oh, people only see the shiny stuff yes. but people people don't see me sitting at a computer screen two years into setting up the business going how the hell am mm. I going to feed my family mm. people don't see no. um the nerves as I've introduced myself to someone when I'm trying to build my own networking skills people yeah. haven't people don't see that stuff no. but all of us all of us have those moments of absolute fear absolute dread and it's the ability to push past it to stop listening to those inner voices yeah. which are wanting to keep you in status quo 
and to actually go, you know what, I'm okay. What's yes. the worst that can happen here? <laughs> exactly. um, it's, it's that ability. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the skills, you know, we're trying to help people to learn. And, and it's also, it's, it's still, and you probably find this too, it's amazing how many people still sort of think, well, once they've got confidence or what, all that goes away. And it's like, oh no, this is like a daily, you know, we're always dealing with these, these doubts, yeah. these things, or when you're taking on, you know, bigger projects or new things in yeah. your life, it's it's constant. So it is having these this skill set to really yeah. and this foundation that we talk about. So fabulous. Now getting so we're going to talk fo- focus a bit more on the networking and your you know your area of expertise because as we we're saying at the beginning, this area is such. I come across so many women who really struggle with networking who are so mm-hmm. fearful of it. So over the years, you know, I've met women who are just terrified of networking events and avoid mm-hmm. them at all costs. What do you think women fear this? What, you know, why do you think women fear this area so much? All right. I, would, I think we need to absolutely debunk the whole concept and theory of networking. Right. Networking is not about learning your 30 second elevator pitch. No, it yes. is not about large-scale networking events, and it's certainly not about here's the seven easy steps to learning to network. Yeah. Networking is about connection. Yeah. Connection is about being yourself. Yeah. And being yourself is fundamentally about being human. And the reason we've got it all wrong is because from day dot, we are told that you've really got to go out to network, to build your career, to build business, to get leads. Mm. And so we've added this ickiness into this concept of networking. Yes. It's become shallow conversation. It's become transactional. And people don't like salesy, it. And you know what? I salesy totally, sort of, yeah. Totally. And here's the thing, right? I am a apparently a global thought leader in networking. I've written a best-selling book on it. I have been teaching people for the last 10 years how to improve how they connect. I have never been to a large format networking event. Wow. I can't stand them. (laughs) I avoid them at all costs. I am the most introvert. I am naturally an introvert. I cannot stand large-scale networking events because they're icky and you don't make the right connection no here's what i mean there are two types of networking there is the networking that we're all told to do which we hate which we'd rather be at home watching the latest reality tv show than than chasing around dodgy champagne and eating crappy canapes (laughs) um where you're told to go to a networking event and i've had organizations do this where they go i have to come back and talk to talk to my boss about the 10 people i've met Mm. my advice there is go into that venue Go to the uh, fishbowl where you're at the prize draw to win something and pull out 10 business cards because yeah. essentially that's what you're doing. That's it's what, just yeah. not not networking. Yeah. But it is needed. But it's very – we've got to get real about what that networking is. That networking is transactional. Yeah. It's about business lead generation. It's about list building. Mm. It's about trying to build my business. Mm. So your traditional large format networking events are all about business growth. Yeah. So you'll go to an accounting function because you're wanting to learn or meet other people or find leads. Let's be honest, most people go to those things to find to ways find to grow. Ways. I ran a networking yeah. business. Yeah, yeah. And everybody that applied says to me when I said to them, say to them, why did you want to join this? They go, because I'm trying to build my business. Yes. I'm looking for leads, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, that type of networking is what we're forced to do to build business. I go, you can do it, right? But that is, it's, it's shallow. Mm. Put it in its box of what it is. It's about trying to find people that you can potentially add to your list for how you can grow your business. The networking I talk about is transformational. It's a second form of networking. And the networking I talk about is surrounding yourself with an incredible small group of people, people that are going to become your marketing machine, your intelligence bank, your board of advisors, people that are going to help you achieve your business goals, people that are going to push you further than you can ever go yourself, Mm. people that have your back, they're going to teach you mastery, that actually are going to kick your butt every single day to make sure that you're not making excuses for your performance. Two very different different styles of networking. So I think 
the reason to answer your question and people are terrified of it mm. is because women want this depth. We want the depth of connection. We want the deeper conversation. We're looking for support. Yeah. We're looking for accountability. We're looking for sounding boards and marketing machines and people that are going to help us uh, do more. And yet we're forced into transactional style networking events mm. where we don't know people, where we're going on our own. And it's yeah. horrible. I don't, I get it. I, mm. don't, I can't think of anything worse. Yeah. Now, the, the tip that I give to people, um, to my clients, I have to do that. I'm talking like professional services, accountants, IT, everyone. I go, you know what? If you're like me, what I do is I make sure I turn up on time. Yes. Because when you turn up on time, there's less people there, yep. number one, which means you can get to talk to one or two people really quickly. Yeah. Two, I have no expectation that that event is purely we're just talking business. We yep. know what the conversation's about. And I always create an exit plan. So yep. I never stay to the end. I always go, I'm just here for an hour. And if my I meet one awesome people, that person, that's yep. great. And that's yep. how when I... Um, when I've had to go, like if I think about my corporate career and I had to go to events, that's what I, I do. I now spend my life working this transformational network. Mm. I build – networking is going to a coffee with someone. Mm. It is having dinner and lunch with people. Yeah. It is a Zoom call with five groups, five people. It is about being intentional about the people that you're surrounding yourself with, knowing that they are the people that want me to achieve more. Does that yeah. make sense? These yeah. two different, and why we why we don't like it because we've got wrapped up in the go to a large event, and I really don't know anyone, and I'm feeling nervous, and I don't have confidence. Yes. And yeah. what am I going to say? What, what am I going to talk about? Say? Exactly, that's what I hear all the time. I don't know what to say. Yeah. It but feels you know all fake Every, and weird, and just yeah. But everyone going to that event feels exactly the same. They do. That's everybody right. worries yeah. about it. So just don't yeah. talk about what I go. Just go. With, be interesting like what did you watch on tv last night what's mm. your latest book that you're watching mm. um that you're reading have you heard a TED talk recently that you've loved um mm. why are you here today what are you hoping to get from today like mm. just be interesting and ask questions yeah. i go in terms of tips for there but i absolutely recommend for every person to listen let's listen to this build that inner circle it's far more powerful yeah. in terms of helping you step forward to your next frontier of brilliance yeah and what do you what what are your tips then for actually looking for that those sort of five people instead of going to these yeah large scale horrible yeah. canopied <laughs> um, yeah. standing 300 400 people in a room type thing where do we you know where do we go to find or where where do we start with trying to build that that inner circle and that smaller yep. smaller group? So it starts with you. It starts with you getting very clear on what it is that you're trying to achieve over the next 12 months. I often say to clients, six months, 12 months, whatever it is. Yeah. So right now, think ahead and go, what is it that you want to achieve in your business or your career in the next 12 months? And if you had to just list three things, what are they? Looking ahead, what do you want to achieve financially over the next 12 months? Just list three things. Are you saving? Are you investing? Are you paying off debt? What is it? Yeah. What do you want to achieve the next section in terms of those important relationships in your world? The things that feed your soul. Uh, it could be significant others. It could be friends. Whatever it is, what, it, what do you want to achieve? If you look forward 12 months with those friendships, and the final thing is, what do you want to achieve for yourself? Now, we get so wrapped up in business goals that we forget about a year is actually 365 days, yes. 52 weeks, four quarters, one summer. Yeah. What are you going to achieve in that time? Yeah. And then looking at that, and it's exactly what I'm doing right now as I plan my next 12 months. I've literally just done this exercise on myself this week. And I go, look at that. Who is going to help you achieve those goals? Mm, who's going to help you yeah now the next question then is who should they be and my recommendation is as a minimum there are four people that you need in your inner circle as a minimum ideally you're going to get to 12 which is what i write about in it's who you know but for the purposes of today let me share these four people so imagine you're stuck in the smack bang in the middle of a network and you're smack bang there with your goals your financial goals your business career goals, your relationship goals, your self goals. Mm. And the four types of people you need are these. You need 
promoters. Who are the promoters that are going to help you become more? They are going to stretch your belief in yourself. Mm. The see possibility where you see impossibility. They are your cheerleaders. They think you're amazing. They're helping you um, explore the different ways to get to where you want to go. And they're firing up your belly. They're inspiring you and Mm. fueling that belief. Who is the inspirer that absolutely has your back and that absolutely, sorry, the promoter that absolutely has your back that wants you to become more? Who are they? That's the first, very first person you need in your world. Yeah. They cannot, by the way, be husbands, wives, partners, mums, dads. <laughs> they have to be professionals. Yes. So who professionally, number one person. The second person you need, at a minimum, is what I call the pit crew. And the pit crew's role is all about helping you stay in the present. They're about keeping your feet on the ground. They're keeping you, uh, helping you maintain perspective on your decision-making, making sure you're making the right decision at the right time and ensuring that you've got this perfect balance of mind, body, spirit and ability to be able to perform at your best. Mm. They fundamentally are like the pit crew to the Formula One driver. They are riding shotgun. They don't care about what you're achieving. They care about you as a human being. Yes. Who are they? Yeah. Who's the pit crew? The third group of people or the third person you should be looking for is a teacher. And the teacher's role is all about helping you know more. Now, too many of us um, think that we know everything. We think that we have all the skills, all the qualifications, all the knowledge in the world to actually try and work our way through it. The thing is the world is moving really quickly and actually the world we're living in right now is one of massive adaptive challenge, a place that we have never, ever, ever existed before in terms of the challenges that we're facing economically, health, socially. Yes. And on top of that, the skills that we need as individuals to survive now and into the future have evolved. We need to be curious. We need to trust our intuition. We need to be able to sense, make and connect dots mm. better than ever before. We've got to inspire the people around us. That's really impossible to, to do on your own. You need these teachers yeah. whose sole purpose is to ensure you know more. They absolutely absolutely challenge your thinking Mm. they say have you thought about have Mm. you considered have you read this i reckon it'd be awesome if you added and we almost dislike them because they push us into this zone of tension that we've got to push ourselves through probably like many of your clients are doing when they're coming Mm. to you to learn how to be confident like it's an icky place yeah but once you get through it once you get to that new frontier of personal brilliance, yes. there's no looking back and you step forward again. So who is the teacher? Who is somebody that has been there before, that has achieved what you want to achieve, that you are willing to learn from? Mm. You need that person. And the fourth person is a butt kicker. We need a butt kicker. <laughs> yes. And their primary job is to make sure you do more. Yeah. They literally understand your goals, your dreams, what you're trying to achieve, and they're calling you on your BS. Yes. They're not accepting excuses. They are literally ensuring that you are staying in your lane, that you are staying focused, that you're not following shiny stuff, and that you every single day are taking one step forward in what it is that you're trying to achieve and do personally and professionally. Mm. So they're very different to the network that you'd meet at a what I call a cold networking function. Yeah. These people, you intentionally connect with them. You reach out for them. You make sure they're in their diary to meet up. You let them know what you're up to. You ask for help. Mm. You listen carefully. You are honest in what you're doing. And uh, you absolutely follow through. Yeah. And this is how I've built my career. This is how I've built my business. The incredible thing about this network is that it has this multiplier effect mm. because the connection is deeper. Yes. And suddenly you go from one person to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And yeah. that's, that's essentially, for me, a much more powerful way of networking, surrounding yeah. yourself with a marketing machine, a board of advisors, an intelligence bank that ultimately want you 
to become better tomorrow than you are today. Yeah, absolutely. No, they're great tips. And I, I you know, I'm even like going through my list of people who I have around me going, oh, where do they fit into? Because it, I, I agree with you. It's absolutely true. You need those people that keep you accountable and on track and you need those yeah. people. We talk all the time about surrounding yourself with just people who are, you know, like go getters and do and you you you, because you get that energy from them too they're out you know achieving and they're you know we call them the yes people that that, you know they're out saying yes to things and they're making it happen and you don't you want to be around those people because they you feed off those like that that you get the you know you get that energy with them as well um and it's so important to have that yeah I look that they're great great tips great tips so what what tips do you give then to women who are really at that, you know, maybe climbing the corporate ladder or, you know, they're starting up business and, you know, they want to go out and maybe find these people. But that fear yeah. of sort of meeting people again or that that fear of that confidence issue or self-doubt yeah. where it comes in, I hear so much, they, they don't want to hear from me and I'm, you know, <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I don't I fit know. and I'm not good enough and all those I sorts know. of things. I know. Oh. It's the, I know I said to someone the other week, but, it's like, it's funny that we've all got the same voice like it always says the same thing to all of us but we also we all think it's just just ourselves what what tips do you give to women that's starting that to really start stepping out and you know starting to call those people or try to bring those people into their into their networking world no great so so first of all I just want to talk to that fear place um you're absolutely right it exists in every single one of Mm. us the enemy to your success to your next is always within Mm. it's always within and I think it's about acknowledging I believe that at the moment particularly amongst women there is an epidemic of blameitis happening right and it's a triangle of blame that we jump into Mm. so the blame triangle has the three points there's a point of uh we deflect that it's not our fault it's something else's fault yeah the event i can't get to it i don't have time my family Mm. um, i'm too busy at work we blame something else for our inability to connect mm. or to do insert whatever it is that you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. One part of the triangle. Second part of the triangle is, um, so what do I say? We deflect, we detract from ourselves, um, and it's someone else's fault. Uh, someone else's fault as to why you're not networking, connecting, getting that promotion, building the business. It's always someone else's fault. And the, the third point point of the triangle, which which is the one that uh, fuels the work I do and the work you do is the defeatist. It's mm. my fault. I am not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm an introvert. I don't have enough confidence. Yeah. I don't know what to talk about. Yeah. All of that stuff. The reality is, is it's all blame. Yeah. It's all blame itis and it's an excuse to not actually make an effort. Mm. <laughs> so, so the first thing you've got to do is decide Am I going to change this? I often say to my clients, "How's that? How's that serving you? Yeah. How's that? How's that doing for you? Yeah. So, so you know, you you sat there. Is, is that like, is that building your network? Is that surrounding yourself with the right people? Is that getting you the promotion? Is mm. that helping you build your business? No. Okay. No. The only person that can make a difference is you. Yeah. So first of all, you've got to take ownership. You've got to take ownership to want to change. When it comes to networking, there are three key areas that I uh, advise people. The first area is about being intentional and not passive. Mm. Be intentional and not passive. That means that you've got to make, commit to making the effort. Yes, of course. <laughs> you've got to commit yes. to locking in time, to building deep connections, to not the shallow, let me connect on LinkedIn, let me connect on LinkedIn, but oh. to actually go, hey, um, really interested yeah. in your profile. Love what you're doing. I'd love to chat to you. That like a commitment mm. to connecting versus a commitment to networking is yes. different. Yeah. It's also about balancing um, this opportunity. When I talk about intentional versus passive, you, you know, we don't have to always formally connect over dinner, events. Uh, um, there, we've got this wonderful opportunity. I'll call it the loose connection. It's like text message, mm. checking in, sending a, 
a card, reading an article and sending that to someone you know. It's like, what would you do with your mate? Yeah. It's the same thing here. And plan it out. So we're so busy. Hmm. Plan plan out when you're going to connect with these people. Now, reaching out, the one one critical advice about being intentional, not passive, passive is the one thing every single human being on this planet is short of is time. Mm, that's right. And yet the majority of us abuse time, mm. each other's time. We say, uh, can I pick your brain? Mm. Fancy having a coffee? Yeah. Can we go for lunch? <laughs> and I go, please don't do that. No. It's so disrespectful. It's like if you want someone to be in your world, then be intentional about the connection. Get clear on the one key question. Mm. Do your research. Why do you want to meet with them? If you only had five minutes with them, what would you hope to get from that? Yeah. Do your research in advance. So, for example, if someone were reaching out to me on the back of listening to the, this podcast, as opposed to just a, a bland LinkedIn connection, go, hey, Janine. Um, you know, I listened to you on that podcast. Yes. It was awesome when you mentioned X. What is the one key advice you give me as somebody that's trying to shift from this job to this job? The likelihood, the very high likelihood, is you'll get a personal response. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Now, I do this on, on LinkedIn. I triage my LinkedIn continuously. I answer every single LinkedIn connection personally. And I always do the, what, of course, would love to connect, would love to meet. What exactly do you want to talk about? Yeah. Silence for yes. the majority. <laughs> yes. It's like, I know I've just seen the equivalent of the slight left, slight, slight right. It's literally connect, connect, yes. connect. But those individuals that go, I really love that blog. I love what you had to say. I'm mm. really curious about, we have built, there's people around the world that I have never met that we've built an incredible connection that I listen out for. I was speaking as another example. I was speaking at a uh, one of the big banks for their graduate program, gave them this same tip. What's the one key question? What's the one key question? Yeah. Out of 170 people, young graduates on this program, five of them reached out with their one key question. Wow. If you were to ask me who are they, I could tell you exactly their name, right. what their Great. background is, what they're looking for. The yeah. point here is I remember that. Yes. I want to help them. Yeah. And that's what we've got to do. So intentionality versus being passive is really key. Yeah. The second tip is engage don't be silent. Like you are a beautiful human being yes. with skills and experience. Every single the one of you listening. There's, there's something uh, unique yeah. about you. and Yeah, exactly. And you've got, you have got stuff to share. This thing about I don't know what I give. I don't know what I share. Every single one of you has stuff to share. You've got, you've got smarts. You've got intelligence. You've got experience. You've got your own contacts. You've got your opinion. You have got the ability to go, what can I do to help you? Is there anything I can do to help you? Mm. Build the engagement. Ask questions mm. and and make sure. So so people that are shy or lacking confidence, I literally throw them. One of the things I did with one a corporate training I did pre-COVID and we were talking about networking, I literally sent them out into the streets of Sydney to meet people. Wow. To go up to strangers. Yep to actually find out something about them, to push past that fear. Yes. And I said, ask questions. Yes. Um, you know, hey, how are you today? Cool, yeah. why are you here? Hey, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch something else? Like, just engage. Yeah. Ask questions because the power of questions and asking a deep, don't just ask, go deeper. Ask one yeah. question and ask another one and another one and another one related to that first question. Yeah. You find a connection point. Yeah. And suddenly the nerves disappear. That's so it. engage. We say, yeah, we say that I've got to do that with some of the clients when they're starting trying to push this boundary. And I say, start with the dry cleaning lady or the, the man that, you know, that makes your coffee in the morning. Like just start, yeah. ask a different question instead of just, oh, it's a skinny cappuccino, please. Like have, like start there. You can start with even the people around you that, you know, exactly. we just, start, we don't actually have, an, we don't ask them another question or have no. a one-on-one, -on -one, look them in the eye and start something that's not related to them making your coffee. <laughs> the, the reality is the, at the very heart of being human, 
is we all want to belong. Yes. We all want to belong. Yeah. And in this world where we are more connected than ever before, we've actually become increasingly disconnected. Mm, we have. There are so many surveys that talk about the increasing levels of loneliness, yeah. um, a feeling of not being supported. And yet at the heart of being human is this need to belong and connect. Yeah. And we can connect, as you are shown, by asking questions. My kids say to me, Mom, you're so embarrassing. You talk yeah, to everyone. I know. I'm I go, yes, so, because I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. I am curious about people and their life and their experience. And people love to talk. And you pick yeah. up very quickly if people don't. So, yes. so yeah. engage. Yes. Engage. And don't just engage when it's forced. Like another tip I give to clients here as part of this engage, don't be silent. In my diary on a Friday, I have an hour put aside which is called R-A-K in my calendar, right. Random Acts of Kindness. Oh, lovely. And what I do for that hour, I sit and I think about who have I met this week? Who have I connected with? What conversations have I had? What things have I promised that I haven't yet followed through on? What do I know? Who could I introduce them to? What could I give yes. that would really help that person? And so I have a dedicated hour in my week it's not long to think about the people I've connected with that week and how to support them. Yeah. And again, you can send an email, a text, put something in the post, yes. put, make a phone call, whatever it is, just engage, yeah. don't be silent. The third, the third segment of stuff yep. is around a preparedness, an intentionality to give, not take. Yes, lovely. Think about first and foremost, get out of your own way. Mm. And continuously put other people's success before your own. Mm. Continuously get curious about how you can help other people. And continuously think about what you could do next. Um, and it's, again, that is something that is just on repeat for yes. me. It's yeah. always about other people. Yeah. And, and the, the one tip I would give here, a bit like your bar barista conversation, yeah. <laughs> Thank you is no longer enough. Yeah. Thank you is no longer enough. If there's one piece of advice that I would give to everyone listening to this podcast, I want you to start going, thank you for. Yes, right. Get curious about what it is that you learned, that inspired you, that you took from that connection, from that conversation. Mm. And again, doesn't matter who it is, you go, thank you for the invitation to be on this podcast. Mm. It was absolutely wonderful to have a conversation about, I really learned this about the work that you're doing. Yeah. I'll yeah. keep in touch. Like just go that one stage it, further. People don't more, have yeah. that. Yes, you're People right. People don't have that. So intentional, not passive, i.e. commit to connecting, to networking, to getting out of your own way. Engage, mm. don't be silent, be interesting, get curious, ask lots of questions um, and think about maybe that random act of kindness every every week so that it forces you to reach out to people. And third, give, not take. Put other people's success before your own and thank you for. Oh, Why, what did you yeah. get from that connection? Yeah. yeah. And it is more memorable when someone really does – say like they just take that they take that little bit further or they give you a you know a compliment even it's like that little bit further you remember those they they make yeah, an impact do. don't they 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 do because you you're so used to it just being you know thank you yep cool like easy easy but when someone takes yep. that little bit extra time to make that effort it does you sort of stop and go wow okay yeah I'll, i'd love to hear more about that information or what they got out of it it's great it is really you do remember those things and that's that's the key right you want to be memorable mm. there is too much generic there is yes. too much beige that exists yeah. you know there are, the reality is there are a hell of a lot of coaches I'll have a lot of lawyers, accountants, marketeers, yep. HR professionals, IT experts, architects, mortgage brokers, accountants, whatever it is. There's a whole load of people out there across the planet doing exactly the same as you. Yes. The only competitive advantage you have is what you think and being remembered for that. Yeah. And if you are quiet, if you stay passive, if you don't engage, if you take all the time, 
If you don't say thank you, if you don't put in that 1% extra effort, Mm. you get forgotten. It's like the graduates of that banking program. I remember the five. Yes. I'll remember the five. And if they reach out in 12 months and ask for an introduction, can I help? Of course, I'm going to. Yeah. But the rest of them, no, I don't remember. Yeah, it's gone. So be remembered. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, Janine, so much, uh, such, you know, such powerful tips that we, that, that I think our listeners and, and even me, I've written a few notes down for myself as well because Good. it is yes. these, you just got to keep these top of mind and it just take yes. one thing at a time and start, just start again, yeah. start developing this skill. It's this skill. Yeah. And as you say, I love that you block out that time in your diary because we do it's so easy to go oh yes I'll get to that and then you never do right it has to be that really dedicated I'm going to spend time doing this and here's the hour I'm going to sit and make those connections or send an article or follow up or what have you yes just remember to be to be yourself to be Be human so you know if you are nervous if you are shy if 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 you're turning up at a, an event um, on your own, mm. talk to people and say, oh, my gosh, I, I really dislike coming to these events. Yeah. I'm such a shy person. Put yeah. the elephant out on the table. Exactly. Because then you, yeah. you find the other Be people yourself. go, oh, me too. And then there is an instant totally. rapport that's been built, isn't there? Like you're like, oh, Absolutely. okay, thank goodness someone said it. <laughs> yeah. I, I often, when, I, when I've been forced to attend bigger events that I'm not in control of, I'll often go, oh, my God, I, I can't believe I'm here. I should yes. be watching the MasterChef final. Yeah. And that... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, You're yeah, right. Yeah. Just be yourself. That's it. Yeah, just yeah. be yourself. Because it is, it just takes the pressure off because everyone just wants to be with yourself. Like it's just they want to be with you, the real person, rather yeah. than the staged, here's my elevator pitch, here's my prepared, da, da, da. like, Nobody wants to be with – you don't want to be with that person, you know. You want to no. be talking about the MasterChef final or whatever, whatever yeah. you're missing on TV and who do you think's going to win and – right, but that – yeah, that builds up that people relax and just yeah. start having a more authentic conversation and, and relation. So, oh, I love it. I love it. So many great tips. Okay, we're going to finish off with our – we ask uh, – we've got our Rise Women final power questions that we ask all our guests – so uh, we're going to finish off with those. They're just sort of short, quick answers. Um, and then we'll wrap up uh, with these. So what do you wish every woman knew? I wish every woman knew and believed that in their amazing body and mind exists their brilliance to become more. Uh, yes. They simply have to know that everything highs and lows experiences now wins losses failures have got them here mm. and they've got everything they need to become more oh wouldn't the world be a different place if we all if everyone knew yeah. that it would be fantastic and what is your superpower janine <laughs> i think you could guess this one my ability to to connect and join dots to oh, people I, yes. I am so fascinated yeah. by uh people that is that ability to connect and join dots so that they can grow themselves and their businesses yeah awesome now heels or flats <laughs> oh my god okay pre-covid it was definitely oh, heels i, I was known i for know sky high crazy shoes yes but great you know what? i actually think I'm going to become a runner's girl. Oh. I don't know if I'll go back to heels. I know you will. You will, because all those beautiful heels in your wardrobe are, are going to be <laughs> are going to be begging to leave and go out in the world again at some point. But I, I said this the other week. I think there's going to be a whole load of us that are really struggling. Going to be at the you know at a business meeting or at somewhere going. Oh my goodness! I have to get these shoes off. Like we've got going to be out of practice with the old heels. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so funny. Now, your favourite quote or rule to live by? Um, My favourite meme statement at the moment um, and for a while actually has been be a flamingo in a flock of pigeons. Oh, yes, I love that. For me, it sums up this uh, desire, this belief that we are born to stand out. We are born to be different. We are born... Uh, to be on this planet to make an impact and conformity and fitting in and fighting whatever it is that you believe you want to be 
doesn't certainly doesn't no you're right I love that love that now who inspires you and why this is a really hard question because there isn't actually one specific person it's people inspire me people that 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 push themselves out of their comfort zone yes that are prepared to speak up that do brave things. Do brave. That yeah. share their vulnerabilities. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I I feel so fortunate. I've got incredible people around me, both as clients and in organisations. That that I just watch their journey, mm. and to see them stepping into a new frontier of brilliance that inspires me, and that's what keeps me going. Yeah. And then you have these incredible world leaders and role models that are driven to drive change. Mm. Um, Somebody once said to me, uh, I had a fortunate uh, private lunch with Abigail Disney, who is the grandniece of Walt Disney. Wow. And um, it was just the most incredible bottle, which I could bottle at the moment. And I can still remember it and feel it and everything about it. And I was asking her, how do you do it all? And she said to me, Janine, you don't have to pack pack a backpack and climb Mount Everest. You simply need to choose to be a brick in the wall of change. Yeah. And to me, that's that's what what we've all got to do. We've got to yes. choose to be a brick in the wall of change for ourselves, yeah. for the people around us, and for the work that we're doing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Amazing, amazing. And the last one, finish this sentence. If I had even more confidence than I do now, I would... Oh, my God. I know. I would take on the world. Oh, my God. It's all about global, 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 global. Yes. I'd, I'd be brave enough to get out there, to do more, to, uh, you know, we're all working on our confidence. And I think yes. this is the key. You know, yeah. you get you get one level and then you got to go to the next level yes. the next level. And I it think, is. you know, it's, it's that fear of putting yourself out there. And I have yeah. to push past it every day in my work. And it is doing more of it. If, yeah. I, if I had more confidence... Yeah, about absolutely. Do more, do more, do more. Yes. You know, change the world. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, we we'll look forward to that. We'll look forward to that. Well, thank you, Jeanette. Thank you for I'll take your, you know, I was gonna say this anyway, but I'll thank take on your thank you for uh coming to this podcast, um, sharing such amazing tips and tricks that women really can take on board and you know make notes from this episode and actually build into their life we're all about practical we love you know the real do this do that and and giving women some real clarity around the steps they can take and I really feel like this your information today there were so many really great um, practical steps that our listeners can take so we really thank you for for sharing your insights today my absolute pleasure thank you for inviting me and uh, allowing this conversation to happen because only through having the conversation the more and more people get to practice and give things a go and, yeah. and that's the key it's, it's about a willingness to learn and practice and learn from, from everything absolutely awesome So thank you to everyone for listening today. And remember, there are so many ways that we can help you become the confident woman you've always wanted to be. So please get in touch with us at risewomen.com. We want to ensure that confidence is every woman's new normal. And we do that by getting our programs, resources and podcast episodes out to as many women as possible. So until next time, remember, with confidence, anything is possible. Bye for now. Bye for now.